0: You are live with Get Connected. Mike Eggerbo here. I'm down in Las Vegas for the Consumer Electronics Show for this past week. And what a show it's been. Uh, Over 130,000 nerds from around the world have congregated down here to see all the latest tech advancements that are going to be coming out, not only this year, but years uh, coming down the pipe as well. There's a lot of stuff I want to talk about today. Some of the highlights that I've come across, but I'm going to start off the show with uh, one of my good friends. His name is Frank Lee from LG and Frank, it's been, a, it's been a while.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's a, quite a journey. I mean, it, uh, starting off, uh, well, many years ago and then now just seeing how everything's evolved and great to see that, uh, we're able to just bring this uh, opportunity to share just all the exciting things that are happening now, uh, to, to your audience. Well, I
0: I wanted to get you on uh, because, uh, you know, I've had a chance to check out all the different innovations happening. And I was really impressed with some of the stuff that you guys are doing uh, right now. Uh, And maybe we'll just start off with television. That's always been a big story for the Consumer Electronics Show. You know, the big guys are always trying to, uh, you know, come out and, you know, get people excited about the, the latest, whether that was like 3D TV or curved TVs. Uh, what really caught my eye uh, with uh, LG is uh, this whole new concept of transparent TVs. And it kind of blew me away. Like I've seen all these other things that come along. I'm thinking, well, they're kind of niche. But this transparent TV, I think, really has some legs, not only for the home, but also out in like commercial use as well. And I, d- I don't know how to explain how this kind of works. It's a 77-inch TV that you guys have demonstrated from my understanding's. Going to be coming out in the next year or so. It's the word on the street. Uh, so, tell us how this transparent TV works.
1: Yeah, so the LG Signature OLED TV, it's the world's first wireless transparent 4K OLED TV. And really, what it comes down to is by taking the wireless technology that we introduced just about a year ago, married with our transparent technology from our commercial division, the vision here is how this can actually impact physical space. So outside of the stunning LG OLED picture experience you're going to have, the envision here is how we're going to be able to work with architects, uh, contractors, uh, home builders, in terms of how your physical space in terms of your home, as well as your work environments can now dramatically change, not only from a productivity standpoint, but a comfort. And the idea here is we don't want the television uh, to be just dominating the room because the trend is for larger larger TVs, which is great. It's just that immersive cinematic experience. Yeah. Oh. But when you get that large, when it's not on, it's like a black space like Right. your wall. Yeah, this huge, big, black yeah. piece of glass that people describe it like the eye of Sauron yeah. is like looking upon you. When you're not, that's not when you want the room to be the focal point. What you want is this ability to still enjoy the entertainment value that a television brings you. But what happens in terms of how can it blend into your decor? And that really is the vision. So you have this dual experience. You could have the full LG OLED experience. Like a regular TV. Like a regular TV. And you're gonna and actually in 2024, you're now gonna have Dolby Vision plus filmmaker mode, which which means you're going to be able to watch your movies as intended by the creators. And now on top of that, at any time, you can now had the television transform into a transparent screen? So why? So number one, I guess in my mind,
0: uh, you know, for even small spaces like condos and stuff, now you haven't got this black thing. You can have this up kind of near, uh, you know, the the patio or the uh, you know the windows overlooking wherever your your view is. And when it's not on, it's just like a pane of glass.
1: Right. right? Absolutely. And so what happens now is you could now place the OLED T in locations that were unimaginable for. Yeah. Uh, again, you could put them. You know, you, you, you worked hard, you've, you've gone house shopping, apartment hunting, and you found this beautiful place with a gorgeous view, maybe the harbor, the skyline, even your backyard. And the idea now is if you wanted to, you could now place this TV so it doesn't obstruct the primary view of that room or even like in the middle of the room as almost a room divider. But the idea now is that it could, the creativity is no longer limited because it doesn't obstruct the view. On top of that, you could also have a sort of a mixed, augmented reality experience where visual accents, or if you have. We know you hit a little uh, road bump when it comes to uh, NFTs and cryptocurrency, but we know at the end of the day people are appreciating digital art as a form of a legitimate media. So in that sense, you could even showcase that uh, in the transparent mode. So now your art that you've created or you've purchased is almost floating in space. Yeah, as, so I saw as, like, as like a, in an aquarium mode.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's like That's, these uh, fish... That are like literally swimming around but like floating in space
1: right it's really trippy but i mean it's kind of exciting yes i mean he's these subtle things where we can accent the home and in the experience there um in fact some of our early testers one gentleman actually put the television OLED in front of his actual aquarium and he complimented that <laughs> and now what he's been doing he's been working with um one of our agencies to gr- create um, uh, uh, context. He's You know, be able to inform his guests and celebrate some of the the types of uh, fish that he has, even the uh, sort of plant life. So this idea is that you, could, you could really leverage your passion. Uh, a sneakerhead is one of our testers and he's placed his collection behind the OLED T so when he's not watching television he could showcase his collection to his friends and Absolutely. also for personal enjoyment. I, I'm excited to see that uh, coming into Holmes, but I mean, you guys have had a history of this transparent
0: TV kind of in the commercial side as well. One demo I saw was like uh, at a a coffee shop, you know, the glass counter that has all the pastries and things like that. It's like a regular glass counter you can see through, but then you've got that transparency TV on top of that can kind of highlight some of the specials and stuff, and you can still see through all the little goodies
1: in there. Right, so whether in the home or in a commercial space, absolutely, the idea that you can provide additional information... Or in some ways, there's that interactivity. So even in the commercial space, we do have a touchscreen version of that. So therefore, you could make a selection and then look deeper into the information. So whether it's the idea of contactless uh, sales opportunities or purchases or just learning more information, because you know, sometimes it just, there's a sales staff, they're just busy sometimes. So you'll be able to self-serve yourself in that context as well. You guys are big into TVs. I know so many of my friends that just can't live without their
0: LG, you know, OLED TV- TVs. Is it a tough market right now? Like, what are you what are you doing to stay ahead? Like, you can buy some of these TVs for like a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars now. Yeah, it's, are they good?
1: Uh, questionable, right? But you know, how tough is that? Yeah, I mean, overall, we're excited. You know, we have more and more brands are coming into the OLED space. That's something that we we love. You know, we just celebrated ten years of OLED leadership, and it's good for 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 you and I for all consumers. To have more and more brands come in but you're right at the same time there's downward pressure right you're seeing prices go down you're seeing margins go down but h- thankfully we're seeing growth in the larger screen sizes so the ultra large 65 inch and larger that's where there's some opportunity and i think that's where we could put a lot of innovation that's why the oled t starts off at 77 inches because at that moment now you're still able to have a great cinematic experience but now this new visual experience can be brought through this. So that's where overall the industry is. You're seeing growth in the in the larger sizes, but again, what are the type of services and experience that we could provide? And that's something unique about LG because we also have that webOS capability that really- that's kind of your, as your smart interface that you right. guys all- Yeah, yeah so our, that's our smart TV sort of engine uh, in terms of allowing you to find your media and your content more accessible. At the same time, we actually license it out to other hundreds of other brands so, because it's such a rich experience, we're, we're really excited about making it available, uh, not just on LG, but other products as well. 8K TVs, are yeah. they a thing yet? Still, so, from a development standpoint, still a thing, for sure. You know, uh, In terms of actual broadcast, the recording of that. Yeah, you know, where's the content? Right. And, and right now, of course, we just went through, not too long ago, the expansion of 5G when it comes to cellular networks. You're seeing 5G and internet in homes now. So it's a, we're going in the right direction. So it's important, like brands like LG that has a lot of R&D, to see, keep pushing the envelope in, in that space. Special key events, Olympics, championship, World Cups, so these are places where you are going to have content recorded or broadcast in AK. But again, that's in a very limited time, a limited space. Um, definitely as the infrastructures are growing, the this will come. But we're still looking about two, three years, really in, in a feasible state. Again, this is where commercial will lead. So in commercial applications, this is something that might be uh, you know, a 10-pole moment, like these certain key moments at trade shows or moments where you really wanna create a, a wow impact. So, so it's still worth us continuing to invest in 8K. And we still make a few products because there are some people that really want to have the best that's available because we can upscale from 2K to 4K to 8K, right? And just quickly uh, for the listeners out there that might not know what OLED is. Right. Explain that to yeah. those folks. So basically, you got think about this. You have these individual pixels that use organic material that are, are self lit. So every single one of those, on the, on an average uh, like a sixty five inch OLED TV, you have millions of pixels that we can control individually. So you're getting perfect black, uh, perfect contrast. So you're getting the stunning pictures. But because we can absolutely control every single pixel and you're going to get the right resolution and this is where right now this is the best picture quality you're going to have um and as a result what's different lcd or led technology that most of have had whether it's on the monitor or on a television those are backlit, right there's a back light uh, light source where oled because they're self-lit pixels they're absolutely thin and again the precision and control is absolutely stunning mike agarbo here hanging out in las vegas this
0: week it's one of my favorite times of the year when it comes to tech it's the biggest show uh, when it comes to all the latest in innovations from technology and over 130,000 people down here to check that all out. Millions of uh, square feet of space and in thousands of exhibitors. I've got Frank Lee with me from LG. Thanks for coming in to
1: talk. Oh, my pleasure. Always fun to be talking tech with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we talk TVs. Uh, you, go, I mean,
0: that's just one thing you guys do. You're into everything now. Uh, I. I was impressed with some of the other stuff you have. Like you've got those little projectors now. What do you call them?
1: Oh, the 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 new Cinebeam from LG, yes. So the idea here is, you know, portable entertainment, right? And being able to leverage our projection technology, especially our short throw, right? So uh, for those that don't know, the ability, we all all know whether uh, projectors, you you, you need a certain distance to be able to control the scale and, and and the focal point. But now with these short throws, you could actually have, whether it's our home theater versions or the new Cinebeam, you don't need to be at a distance. You could actually have them quite close to the wall or the screen, and that gives you a lot of flexibility in its usage in and outside the home. I, I love the little handle with that With that one.
0: You can take that camping, you can have it in your house, and they can take it from room to room quite easily. The cool thing, though,
1: is that it's got smart TV built into it, right? Right, and so add another sticker that's right. So the beauty of this is that um, across the divisions within LG, we 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 collaborate and come up with ideas. Even from a design perspective, you call out the handle. The idea was almost a pick up on that sort of energy around the lantern, and that's really one of the inspirations behind the CineBeam. Because if you think about the r- original movie projectors, just whether it was a candle or just that, that little visual effect, that's where that design element came from. That philosophy about just a simple lantern. Uh, but again, because of webOS, the smart, key, uh, smart TV platform capabilities, you're seeing that now being integrated in even computer monitors and now in our projectors. So you, it's all embedded. You don't need to have another accessory or download uh, services app. That's all resident right on the device itself. You also got this really unique kind of, um, I don't even know what you
0: call it, the Stand By Me, like a the, the TV. Yes, yes. Yeah. And now you can get that thing in a suitcase. Like, what, what is the
1: application there? So this is like a monitor that can swivel right, on a stand. Yeah. yeah. So it's first iteration, the Stand By Me, a 27-inch uh, touchscreen, and it's a personal screen that can move with you because it's on a stand on movable wheels. So you can move from room to room. And the vision here was, the flexibility, not just being, you know, you, you have your television. You might have two or three televisions at home, but they're they're on a wall, they're on an entertainment system, and they're they're, they're fixed locations. What well, we know through the ebbs and flow throughout the day, whether it's the start of your day at your breakfast nook, getting ready, just quickly checking in on the news or the weather, um, or just simply uh, when you get back, uh, if you're working on a recipe, being able to being able to bring that screen rolling to it. the breakfast to the uh, kitchen island. Of course, we've been doing it on tablets, on laptops, and our, our cell phones, but you're not really, you're not getting the full screen experience, right? So in situations where you don't have a kitchen television, this is great, so it's versatile. So you, when it's how to do your workout, yoga, or work, you can move it to the brightest, the, the warmest part of the home, or where you can be, again, if, if everyone's in the main living room, or if you don't have a, a workout facility or a gym in your home, this can now transform an open space into that gym, and that's the beauty of this. And now, new for 2024 is the fact that Stand by Me in its new version, Stand by Me Go, playing off of the mobility standpoint, it can now. It's all designed inside a briefcase that is 10 810h military spec. So water dust, yeah, water dust. I mean, we want to avoid that, but if we had to, if it did happen, water dust, humidity, salt. We have all those certifications, so you have that peace of mind when you take it to a tailgate or when you take it out camping or down to the beach. You touched
0: on yoga and fitness, and I want to go there with one innovation that I saw. It's not out yet. It looks like it's going to be built into some of your future TVs, right? um, Because your TV's got, like, powerful processors. I think it's the Alpha line. Alpha 11, yeah. 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 So uh, I got a demo uh, where you've got one of your giant TVs with the Alpha 11 chip, and it's got a little camera on it, and it's got this whole fitness program built into it. So this thing, uh, I stood in front of it and it scanned me. So I had to stand a few different ways, and it's scanning my posture, right. which kind of sucks, Frank, but it, you know <laughs> it's kind of motivating at the same time. And so then from there, uh, it'll tell you what parts of your posture that you really need to work on. You know, your neck is going, you know, too far this way, or maybe you're, you know, favoring one side. And then you can choose these these workouts. And so it is beautiful because you've got this uh, like. I guess it's a person or AI. I don't know who it is. Uh, And then beside them, there's me cut out in this gym or in this forest. Right. And I'm working out with them and it's kind of tailoring the workout to help the areas that I need to develop. It's like a personal trainer and it blew
1: me away. Right. So you're referring to LG IntelliFit. And really what's exciting about this is the end of the day. And right now, you've experienced sort of a a, a workout uh, variation of this. The idea here is, can we, how can we empower uh, you, your family, your listeners, so that you can have a proactive role in terms of uh, helping yourself in terms of your wellness and, and your fitness. And so right in the comfort of your home, like you said, that camera is a USB camera. It doesn't have to be an LG one. It could be any other brand as long as it's compatible with USB 2.0. Plug it in and it's able to scan you because of the AI. Yeah. So when you were doing your workout, what happened was our AI was analyzing the video footage of your face and being able to detect and monitor your heart rate. So you don't need to go out and buy a smartwatch. You don't need to have a heart rate monitor. We're trying to do all this so it's really accessible and approachable people so that you can take an active role in taking care of yourself.
0: We've been talking with Frank Lee from LG all about some of the latest technologies uh, they're coming out with from transparent TVs to personal trainer televisions coming out in the future. Frank, as always, it's a pleasure having you on the program. We're going to do this a lot more. Well, thank you. It's really exciting. And again, uh, what an opportunity to be able to share this with your listeners. Thanks, Frank. Mike Agarbo here with Get Connected. We're live down in Las Vegas this week for the Consumer Electronics Show. And what a show it's been. It's been kind of a weird few years because of the pandemic. Uh, But now it seems to be back in full force, 130000 nerds down here. And I've got a fellow nerd with me. Her name's Dana Eileen. She is with CG Magazine. This is a really cool online publication, everything from gaming to entertainment to tech, smart home. Thanks for joining us.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: I wanted to uh, get you on the program because uh, we spend a lot of time together. You're a journalist, I'm a journalist, and we do these shows together. And uh, I just wanted to get kind of your take on some of the cool stuff that uh, you've seen. And this is a big question, right? Because there's literally thousands of products.
2: There's different kinds of cool. They're cool and useful, cool and weird, cool and why does that exist? So it, it really depends on where you're going with it.
0: Okay, so I want to touch on that. You said cool and useful. Like what percentage of stuff that you've seen is cool and useful?
2: Huh, that's a really good question. We've seen a lot of PC tech this year. Um,
0: and like uh, desktop, computer yeah, desktop computers,
2: yeah, uh, desktop computers, components and things like that, which usually are not my thing. I know about them, but they don't excite me. Uh, this year, everybody seems to be doing something different with their cases. They're making them like art pieces in their homes. Even things that are, like RAM are coming in pastel colors that uh, they look like paint chips from Home Depot. It was that's, really weird. That was a great be- thermal take.
0: That's because the cases they've got they're like open now, right? They've got like glass. Mm-hmm enclosure so you can see all the cool liquid cooling and stuff you have in there it's kind of like the hot rods of
2: absolutely i thought that i was going to be bored out of my mind at a bunch of my appointments but i'm sitting here taking videos look at all the lights it looks like a christmas tree but you know to play games on
0: (laughs) one of the uh the companies i thought was interesting is asus Uh, they've just kind of come back strong in my world of of tech and uh, i have to say one of the laptops. I know they're gonna send me one for review, mm-hmm. and uh, I hope they're not listening. I'm never gonna return it. Is that yep. Asus Duo? Well,
2: well, that's uh, the uh, the Asus uh, ZenBook Duo. ZenBook Duo. Yeah, that's the one. I, we actually just gave it our most innovative award. Yeah. Um, it's last year these dual setups came out, and try, try to describe this thing oh, to God. The listeners. To the listeners, okay. So it looks like a laptop. It does. Yeah, it looks like a laptop, except when you pull it open, it's. Instead of one and two components, it's actually three. So you have one screen, two screen that's attached into one and a keyboard. Last year, a bunch of these came out, but they weren't white.
0: No one got it right.
2: No, exactly. They had a little bit of power behind them, but not really enough. They were still bulky. They still had a really bad seam in the screen. It It was a situation. But what Asus has done this year, not only does it have the power you need, but they managed to make it compact. Um, the keyboard actually fits in between the two screens when you fold it, and it's not bulky. It feels so good. They keep making me open and close it, and it terrifies me, but it, it's good. It's good. I'm excited.
0: If I can try and describe it, so it's like a laptop. You look at it. There's the keyboard in front of you. You can lift the keyboard up. Yep. It's magnetic. And underneath the keyboard he- is a continuation of the screen. It's like a folding yep. giant screen. So there's so many uses for that. You can have like a virtual keyboard on there. Yeah. You just want to not travel with the uh, the regular keyboard. Uh, you can also kind of straighten it out, and it's got a, a kickstand on it.
2: Yeah. You can have one. You can turn it on its side, so it's one wide monitor. You can stand it up, so it's one tall, long monitor. You can sit back with the keyboard on your lap if you want to, and it all fits together so perfectly that it's not bulky. It's not. You're not jumbling with it. It's not a mess. I know some companies last year had them that the keyboard was just separate and didn't go with the system at all. It just like went in a bag somewhere. And they've thought of everything.
0: When you say power, they've got uh, that new Intel Core Ultra chip in there as well. Yes, they do. Uh, And I've talked a little bit about it on the program. And this is something that I think listeners do need to be aware of because this new Core Ultra chip from Intel, it's got a neural processor in it. I know I'm getting really geeky here, but uh, this is a, a processor dedicated to AI and All these new tools are coming out, including Microsoft. They're building uh, something called CoPilot onto all like Windows keyboards. It's like this little button. It's called the CoPilot button. When you hit it, it'll launch up the CoPilot AI. And because these new chips have this neural processor on them, they can uh, do the AI a lot faster, using a lot less of the the battery power as well. So these these new laptops are getting like 16, 17 hours of battery life, which blows my mind.
2: Yeah, that one I... Oh, I, I can't wait to see how true that really is it's stressing me out a little bit because I always get these last forever and like five minutes in, my little light comes on and I need to plug it in but it, it looks really good so far the co-pilot button I was in there causing chaos in the ASUS booth we were typing in all sorts of things I made a goblin Batman with AI AI sounds like such a scary thing and it's it, not it can, it's a tool right but it's its there to it's quality of life Yeah, it makes things easier and a lot more accessible for people that might not know how to do everything
0: Okay, so we talked a little bit about laptops. What's some other random tech that you came across that kind of piqued your interest?
2: Piqued my interest. Um, I'm pretty excited to go see. Um, oh, what is it? What is it called? I can't remember. Razer. It's actually not here, but it's from Razer. They have a.
0: Like a, a hardware.
2: Yes, yes, yes. They have a car on the Link Promenade.
0: The making <laughs> Cars? What?
2: No. No, Razer just likes to be a part of other things. Yeah. Um. So Razer is known for their like sleek black and bright green colors, and they have a it looks like a big black SUV, really, really slick, with all green under and it was just hanging out on the Link Promenade. You just want the car. I well, I don't hate that, but no, I, I, CES is just taking over all of Vegas. If you go anywhere, something is somewhere that you should be watching out for. <laughs>
0: It's kind of the funny thing as journalists trying to cover this. We fly in a couple of days early, right? They have all these pre-show events. Yeah. And all these big companies are trying to, uh, I guess, win our favor, right? They have all these parties at night that go late into the evening. What? They feed and dine us. Uh, it, it, <laughs> by the time like Thursday rolls around, because we came in on Sunday, uh, I'm beat. Yep. Beat.
2: Yep. I, I'm i not a human anymore. And and you
0: you <laughs> cover like 20 times more things than I do. I've seen your <laughs> schedule and the kind of, yeah.
2: First well, it's like a to figure, be honest, it's I take figure. on every party that I see, yeah. and then we pick and choose where we end up by the end of the night. Yeah. But um, I know Cooler Master has a lot of really cool things too. We were at an event for them, but they build like I want to say not real PCs. They look like a big shark or a big running shoe, and oh, yeah. people love crazy that. stuff. Crazy stuff.
0: Uh, I I went to an event uh, for Weber barbecue people. Um, did you? Yeah, it was. You, you think barbecues, okay. tech. But there's a lot of tech in these new barbecues. So you've got like full touchscreen.
2: Actually, the, yeah, we did the Masterbuilt one yesterday. Which is another bar. Another barbecue company. We a, all, are
0: they, how are they they make it tech.
2: Uh, they've. I didn't know smart barbecues were a thing. Like you can set it and adjust the temperature while you're hanging out inside. I feel that's cheating, but that's all right. I don't
0: mind because I have my barbecue, yeah, outside, just outside my kitchen or a patio. And during the winter months, I still like to barbecue. So it's kind of nice if you could have. An app that could control the temperature. Yeah, absolutely. Give you little reminders when it's supposed to be done. That's just cool. But yeah, the Weber guys, they, uh, yeah, you should see these giant touchscreens on the on the barbecue.
2: That freaks me out. That shouldn't be outside. I know it can be. Apparently, I'm 90 years old. It was Uh
0: <laughs> But I, I just love how that uh, connection happens. Uh, robots are still here.
2: Robots. Yeah. I saw one. I cannot remember the name of it because I was like power walking past to an appointment. It looked like a little ball. And it was just running around, living its best life. Is that the Samsung Bali? No, it wasn't. It was a different company. It was in the Venetian. And um, it was so cute. And I was in such a bad mood because I am so busy. And it's just rolling around and coming up to you. And has little hearts for eyes. I'm like, well, now I'm happy. Great. (laughs) I went on to my meeting.
0: Well, Samsung, they've got their Bali. It's a ball robot. And uh, it's been out for a bit. But they've updated it now. It's got a projector (laughs) built into it. So this thing will follow you around the home. And it can turn lights on and off for you and now i guess it can project images onto the floor or onto the wall so you can maybe oh. see who's at the you know your video doorbell or, or watch a show
2: something we were looking at was the luna it's literally meant to look like a puppy it it does everything a puppy would do it yeah. plays games with you i have two small kids so we're not getting a puppy right now but i'm like I, i'd get a luna i want i want him her <laughs>
0: mike Egerbo. Get Connected down in Las Vegas for the Consumer Electronics Show. I come down to this thing every year uh, because it's just uh, a tech heaven for me. I could see all the latest uh, gear and gadgets that uh, theoretically are coming out. Got uh, Dana Eileen from uh, CG Magazine. They're an online tech publication. And it's interesting. We see so much of this tech. There's just literally thousands of products, but, you know, 90% of them never will see the light of day.
2: No, there's actually a, a hall of flops as well. I haven't been there yet this year. Really? Yeah, there's that. a whole section of just like tech over the years that just didn't. And uh, I'm excited to go see that. I think I'm going to check it out tomorrow.
0: Uh, Big start with health tech, right? That's really kind of exploded over the past few years. Yeah. Some good, some bad. I mean, a lot of monitoring stuff. You know, there's earbuds now that can measure your heart rate. Uh, yep. Withings, uh, you know, They're actually a reputable company. They make smart scales and smart Mm -hmm. mirrors that can tell you if you're dying or not. A smart toilet.
2: (laughs) Oh, who was telling me about one? There's a smart bidet somewhere here.
0: Yeah, that
2: involves a camera. A camera. That's that's all I can say. So
0: a bidet with the camera. What go wrong?
2: Absolutely nothing. There is not absolutely nothing. It's fine. I'm sure.
0: Oh my god! I don't even. You know what? I don't even want to know about that one. <laughs> they they are uh, they've announced a device called the BMO, and this is a foreign one. So I think a lot of people are used to using like uh, smart thermometers, you know, digital mm-hmm. thermometers. This one has that. It's got a, a digital stethoscope, so okay, for, I guess measure yep. lung stuff. See, see how medical I am.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, lung a, stuff.
0: A pulse oximeter, I guess, for measuring blood oxygen. Okay. Uh, and uh, an electrocardiogram monitor for like am
2: i qualified to use any of (laughs) (laughs) that
0: i know i mean it's cool uh but yeah what do you do with that information they do say that they will take all that information and it goes into the app that you Mm -hmm. can print out for your doctor or you can send it right
2: that's actually kind of cool i really like that you can give it to your doctor and it's not just well i googled this and it says
0: i you know what my question is dana oh no Uh, doctors care about this generally can you imagine these doctors you know, everyone's like an internet doctor now. Yes, we all know it I, uh, you know, I like Googled WebMD and I think I have this. Oh, yes. Can you just imagine? I got all this information <laughs> from my Beemo or my Apple Watch. I wonder if they...
2: I wonder if any take it... I bet you there's some. I bet you some younger ones, especially younger doctors, will know which things to look for in that information, not that all of it necessarily matters. Um, I was talking to a company, um, I want to say it's Eevee. Yep. It's a smart ring meant for women. Okay, But there's other companies that do them for men and women. But with Evie, um, it's the way that they analyze the information. They'll notice, hey, we're noticing that you're not sleeping or you're really stressed at this time of day or this is happening. And it'll try and kind of figure out what's going on with you rather than here's all of this medical information. You figure it out.
0: Okay, so they kind of boil it down and yeah, give me the Coles notes.
2: And tips of maybe you want to try this to lower your stress on these days. And...
0: I could do that for you. Thank you. I know when you're stressed. <laughs> you, <too>. I <laughs> could tell you how to...
2: <laughs> Dana, walk away. Yes. <laughs> you're done, Dana.
0: Yeah, don't drink that coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just interesting. And In cars now. Like, uh, the, a huge part of the show is car tech. Yes. And, like, John Deere is here. Like And Hyundai, <laughs> they've got these big... Excavators, these like yeah. autonomous ones. Which it, is kind of fun and scary at the same time.
2: We I looked at the John Deere stuff last year. I haven't been over there yet this year. And I can remember walking under everything. It felt like I was walking under a spaceship like yes. in any sci-fi movie, like they're landing and here I am.
0: But they've got these giant tractors that are autonomous. So they just go in the fields and probably do it better than a human. That's true. Right? Can you imagine?
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So what are the humans doing now?
0: But yeah, so the car companies like Hyundai and Kia here. Uh, VinFast, that Vietnamese mm-hmm. company, huge presence here uh, as well. Mercedes.
2: I think BMW has a big spot out there, uh, something about self-valet. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It parks itself.
2: I think so. I You know, you know what's <laughs>
0: funny? I, I've been taking a lot of Ubers. I know you have two. Absolutely.
2: I've stolen a couple of yours.
0: <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, and it's interesting because there are actually quite a few self-driving cars down here, the Waymo ones. And you can oh. tell they've got like these crazy cameras all around them. And the Uber drivers, every time they see one, they just start swearing. They they hate them. <laughs> well, and, and you know why? Because that's the future. Yeah. And they just, they don't like it. They're like, that's stupid. Because if Uber has its way, because they've been investing in these companies, uh, they will do away with the human drivers. I don't know. Like how...
2: They I think they will. But I think that that's been a, a part of history is evolving our technology and then finding new things to do with ourselves. Yeah. Um, so it's scary in concept, especially because we're the ones living it. But, you know, 50 years from now, our kids or our grandkids won't know that that happened and they'll just be living in this evolved life.
0: Yeah. Uh, interesting as well. All these companies every year, there's kind of a, some sort of theme. Right. I remember, it was like metaverse for a while.
2: Mm-hmm. I repressed the metaverse, thank uh, you.
0: You know, uh, the blockchain. Yep. So I'll that's a buzzword too. this year.
2: AI. I
0: know, like <laughs> they're, all, they're all trying to cram AI, AI into whatever product or app or service they have, but do you find a lot of it just gobbledygook? Like I've
2: of been it, to yes. a lot of meetings and a lot of appointments over probably the last year where they just try to throw the word AI in. It doesn't matter what they're talking about. It's It's in there and it means something to them. And I'm pretty sure. I
0: know, but you think consumers are getting a little tired of it? I think you, are they
2: there's scared? a lot of fear around it. A lot of people are saying a lot of scary things about AI. Yeah. When a lot of the time it's just like your spell check. Like, <laughs> that's yeah. all it is. So now that's AI. Yeah, right? Like, the, we're, we're using fancy words for things that we definitely don't need to necessarily. But it is the buzzword this year. And if you're not saying it, you're not here.
0: Uh, Usually, I I I thought that smartphones would be a bigger presence at the Consumer Electronics Show. A lot of people think that, but not so much, really.
2: No. um, I've seen a couple of, I want to say gimmicky smartphones, but that actually will be useful when it comes to content creators and things like that. Gimmicky. Um, um, There is one that is completely, it looks like it has a big case on it, but it's part of the phone. And the camera that's normally on the back of your phone is sitting on a dial that you can point forward or backward. It's a really good quality camera that you can use in selfie mode or can use to film what's in front of you. Um, Oh, I can't remember. Uh, The company, I believe, it was So S-E-E-V-I. And usually when you see something like that, you think the camera's going to be, okay, fine, something for my 10-year-old to play with. It was good. So good that I didn't want it to point at me anymore because I was tired. (laughs) So... (laughs) It, it was cool. It, it's kind of bulky. It's really long compared to a normal smartphone. But for content creators out there, rather than bringing lights and gear and gimbals and all it's that stuff, it. it is one device that's just a bit longer than a normal cell phone. So.
0: Did you see that that hollow company that had a giant, it's like looked like a giant box? No. And there was like a person in it, like a th- 3D. That's terrifying. Like it was a real person.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> uh,
0: but they were demoing it and that person was in the Netherlands. And so it was like a full body, and you could talk to the person. Yeah, and and they could see you.
2: See, where was this during the pandemic?
0: Right. No, but lonely. I mean, it was spooky, <laughs> spooky good. But it was kind of funny. I got there as they were trying to set it up, and, and it was not <laughs> oh, no. working, and because the internet wasn't working. Of course, so like this wonderful technology <laughs> brought down by today's bad, not the day bad bad Wi-Fi uh, connection, but. Um, yeah, a lot of the the telepresence stuff. I, you know, Belkin had a really cool uh, little dock yep. for iPhones. Yeah, I I don't even know how to describe it. So it's uh, working with the new ones that have the magnetic back. Yes, and so just uh, click it in. And Apple's got this new dock feature built into iOS. Okay. Yeah, and so I'm an Android girl, don't tell. Okay, so <laughs> it's pretty cool, right? You just tap your phone onto the the base of it, mm-hmm. and it goes into this dock mode. And you know, you stick it onto the little stand. It
2: follow you and stuff too. You around. There's quite a few webcams that are doing that now too. And I don't think anything in the world needs to see me that intently. But it's it's again really cool for content creators or even like a, a video chat with my mom. I, I can't sit still while we're talking. Even sitting here with you, I'm flailing my arms like a crazy person. So ah,
0: you're doing you're doing okay. <laughs> so I I mean. A little bit of time left for CS. Like, mm. As a journalist, you're just trying to see as much stuff. and like yeah. How much are you actually getting done like, as far as content?
2: So before I came over here, I was doing content. Uh, and then like, I'm like, hey, I need someone to help. I literally I set up my laptop, and you're like, come on over. I'm like, okay, I'm leaving. Um, we've got some content. Because we get to see a lot of things in advance, we do get to prep a lot of our work. That's a great part of our team.
0: So that's interesting, right? Mm-hmm. The show here is about four or five days of mm-hmm. all the pre-stuff. You're actually working on the content like weeks in advance.
2: Weeks in advance. Because
0: you're getting like free information.
2: Well, like Asus specifically, um, I know that they had an event in New York that one of our writers went to. We had an event Uh, in uh, Toronto. Yeah, Yeah, Actually, yeah, you were with one of our writers and didn't even know it. Um, uh, We went to the one in Toronto. And then we also had an appointment here. So we got to see everything in every circumstance. So if the Wi-Fi goes down, it was still going to work the next time. (laughs) Um, So we're lucky that we get to do that. Uh, today and tomorrow, I'm hunting the show floor for everything cool, everything weird.
0: And how long, is, like at, when you get back, do you have like weeks of content, or you got to get it keeps back. coming. Yeah. We
2: we try to get as much as as we can right away, but a lot of this will turn into editorial content. It'll turn into review content. It'll turn into I really want to play with it content. Yes. So it, it's good. It, CES lasts us a good while.
0: We've been talking with Dana and Arlene from cg magazine a really great uh, publication online you got to check it out thanks for uh, coming on the program
2: thank you for having me
0: that's all the time we have left for get connected make sure you hit our website connectmedia.com subscribe to the podcast as well check out the youtube channel i'm uh, gonna go get some rest uh i will see you next week thanks for tuning in mike agarbo signing off